Welcome to Redefining Reality, where we live at the intersection of wellness, business, and the birth of a global tribe. So relax your body-mind, open your heart, and recognize that we are the ones we've been waiting for. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Redefining Reality. Thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in and showing up and being you because that ain't always easy and I want to appreciate that and I appreciate your support for, for you know, listening, for tuning in and for sharing and caring. Um, because it's not that common. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm just checking in. I'll try and keep this short, but there's a few updates I'll, I'll offer or, or you know lead you guys in with. Um, I just got back from a weekend retreat. It was called the Earth Warrior Sacred Masculinity Retreat. This was led, co-led by my brothers-in-arms, Darren Austin Hall and Jesse Buck, two amazing, amazing individuals. Uh, sound healers, you know, yogis, mystics, just badasses, right? Just total badasses that are making this world a better place. And I had the opportunity to go up and uh, be part of the food team and facilitation team and cook and create and share with a, a fantastic group of men. Such a dynamic, beautiful mixture of young and older and, you know, more professional and more hippie and more... You know, just every every different sort of uh, walk of life. There was 18 of us in total, and we had uh, the entire Luminous Center rented out for ourselves. And uh, it was incredible. It was incredible. So much connection, so much empowerment, sharing, bonding, brotherhood, freedom, liberation. You know, tapping into our wildness and uh, many other great things. And so... Um, Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending how I look at this, I, uh, I injured my knee. Uh, the best guess right now from my physician friend is that I have a bucket handle tear of the meniscus. And uh, we were playing ultimate frisbee and I was wearing shoes against my better judgment. And my toe caught a divot as I tried to rotate myself and my knee just sort of popped out and this is an injury I've had for quite some time this is almost two years old from a jiu-jitsu rolling accident that's been re-injured and re-injured and re-injured but uh, this is the first time that it sort of slipped out of place and has not got back into place yet so it's been a very humbling experience and it's really forced me to look at my own patterns and my my go 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 mentality and my uh, resistance to asking for help and resistance to asking for support and I don't know exactly where that comes from I imagine you may have experienced challenging times and challenging circumstances like that yourself where you know our culture praises independence and competence and productivity and so when you feel like you are not those things can be a real challenge 
can be a real depressing episode. And uh, I'm doing my best to embrace it. I'm doing my best to embrace it and to slow down and to, you know, be supported. Be supported and really lean on the people in the community that I've been cultivating for the last however many years. You know, my family since I was born and my friends and fellow healers and fellow, um, you know, inspiring characters, givers, uh, supportive, supportive people and supportive uh, brothers and sisters along the path. So I'm opening myself up to receive that support and being patient with myself, knowing that, you know, if I re-injure this, that it'll only make things worse. And so really just to slow down, take my time, and uh, bring back that structural integrity into my knee and into really my whole my whole body, right? The knee, it's sort of like, the knee right now is the fire, but it's not the cause. Or rather, the knee is the alarm, right? It's like when a fire alarm goes off, the knee is the alarm that something is uh, definitely not working. Um, but it definitely tracks to the foot and to the hip. And I've had chronic problems on my right side for many years. Um, and it's pretty interesting when you look at the energetics and the emotional connection right side of the body, you know, masculine side of the body, the knee being the supportive joint. Um, and so it's, it's, it's brought a lot of internal reflection to me. And I'm really embracing that. I'm really embracing that. I have moved back home to Brampton for the time being as I get my mobile optimal health studio, you know, visioned and planned out and on the road. But I'm really entering this more uh, grounded, but also nomadic uh, time of life. Um, I just spent a week in California, which was phenomenal. I was at the Bulletproof Biohacking Conference. That was just such a vortex of amazing creative love and connection. And uh, the guest I have on this episode is someone I met there. And we met on the Saturday night during the dance party. And she asked me to lift her up lift her up physically so that she could hold on to the door frame of the convention center and do some like aerial uh, dancing twerking acrobatics and I'll include the Instagram video that my 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 good friend and brother Michael Edward Walsh caught during all of this which was amazing so it's me lifting her up then lifting another woman up who wanted to you know join the fun and then the police coming shortly after and ruining the fun so at least we caught it you know, that moment will be forever um, immortalized through the digital realms. And uh, that memory will, will linger for a long time. Before we get into the podcast, I just want to remind you of a few of the ways that you can, you know, tap into some valuable stuff. And that would be Audible. Audible.com forward slash or audibletrial.com forward slash Brian Hardy. That will bring you to a free month of Audible service and one free audio book. And Audible has been so, so, so helpful for me. I don't I don't make the time to sit and read that much because I'm usually on the go. But with audio books, there's no excuse. You can learn from anywhere. You can immerse yourself in beautiful stories. You can immerse yourself in beautiful le- lessons on health, mindset, business, travel, history, whatever it is, 
you will find it on Audible. And if you're interested in that, go on over to audibletrial.com forward slash Brian Hardy and get yourself a free audio book and a free month of Audible service. And if you want to cancel before the month expires, then you can do so and you won't be charged. Although I would say that, you know, in the grand scheme of things, depending on your budgeting at this point, it's probably well worth the investment um, because there's just, you know, unlimited access to amazing thinkers and writers. <sighs> I'm not even going to edit that out. It's time to regenerate and restore. I'm going to be documenting this knee. After I get an MRI, I'll know exactly what's going on. And I'm going to document the shit out of this. I'm going to attempt to do it all without surgery. I might use some BPC-157 as per Ben Greenfield. I might have to try and get some stem cells shot into there. Maybe some platelet-rich plasma or prolotherapy. I'm going to pull out all the stops. Because from what I can tell, unless you have a full-on blown knee or a full-on torn meniscus, which I don't know what I have yet. Um, rehab through physio and exercise and natural modalities can be just as effective as surgical uh, recovery. So you know me, I'm all about that natural biohacked life. And so I'm going to do my best to document this process and show what is possible through natural healing. Without further ado, I'm going to kick it off into the podcast. This is with the beautiful Renee of higher flow, true medicine woman, mover, shaker, creator, awesome individual uh, who I had the pleasure to meet and uh, record this interview with. So I hope you enjoy it. If you do, give it a like, give it a share, you know, comment, uh, jump into iTunes, subscribe, and uh, leave a rating and a review because those go a long way and I appreciate them deeply. As always, you can find free consults for my services, right? If you are a current or aspiring holistic high performer, then you're going to want to go over to the website, brianhardy.ca, and schedule a free consult and see if we can't figure out some things to get you feeling better, vibing at a higher energy level, and feeling more connected and fulfilled from your work and from your life. I would love to be of service. And uh, you can find all that free of charge over at the website. Um, that's all for now. We're almost at 10 minutes here. I hope this rambling has been informative and, uh, that you're enjoying these episodes. Any feedback is welcome. Any guests that you would recommend me reaching out to or that you have connections to, please pass those forward. Um, and if you or someone you know would want to help me with organizing guests, organizing bookings, uh, and doing some of the back-end work for the uploading and the blog posts, then uh, please let me know because as per this injury, um, I'm seeing in my life in general that I need more of a team. And uh, if you want to help be part of that team or help to uh, help me find those team members, uh, that would be fantastic. I'm talking students, you know, recent grads, people that want to build their portfolio and want to be part of something great. I don't have a lot to pay you financially at this point, but I can offer my services and my expertise in holistic high performance and well-being, um, which I think is pretty valuable. So I'm going to wrap it up. Enjoy this podcast with the beautiful Renee of Higher Flow. So thank you. Thank you for, you know, being co-conspirer on this little adventure. 
um, just to provide people some context here. I'm with my new friend Renee of Higher Flow is your brand on the socials. And we met at the Bulletproof Biohacking Conference, um, which wrapped up, yes, no, two days ago. It's Tuesday, right? These days are kind of blending together for me. When you're in the vortex of amazing connection and people and go, 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 it's like, whoa, where does the time go? Uh, but it is now Tuesday. We met on Saturday, and you were just killing it on the dance floor, a little dance party that broke out. Um, and uh, yeah, we were just chatting, and I wanted to, I was intrigued, intrigued to understand, you know, where does this woman come from? What's what's the, the story there? What's behind her? What's led her to doing this work and sharing this medicine? Um, and then it just so worked out that... Uh, we wanted to go to a similar sort of dance experience, which will be starting soon. So we're going to have to cut this off. Even if the magic is flowing, which I imagine it will be, we're going to have to cut it off. But all that said, I just want to say thank you and welcome to Redefining Reality. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, I mean, I always love to sort of start at the start, and you can choose where that start is, right? Because I find for most of us in this world, there was either we were born into it, or our parents had some big influence, or there was like some sort of an event that shifted things. I'm curious, like, what, what did childhood look like for you? Like, growing up, were you always a dancer? Were you always into movement? Were you always into these things, or did it evolve over time? believe the big shift was about eight years ago when I was really stressed out and in college and my skin was breaking out really bad and my relationships weren't very good and I just wanted to figure some things out and so I went to a naturopathic doctor and had lab tests done and it was pretty transformational to see that I had heavy metal toxin um, toxicities and my hormones weren't regulating appropriately and I had gluten sensitivity dairy sensitivity egg sensitivity as well and yeah it kind of put me on this path of nutrition mm. and that's kind of where it started was with nutrition and from there I started practicing yoga and I was super into nature for a really long time I grew up I guess around 18, I started rock climbing and mm. a boyfriend brought me into the outdoors and it was a really powerful experience to really just sleep outside and walk around barefoot and swim in the rivers and climb mountains with this person mm. and just really connect in with where we come from, which is nature. So that led me to Lake Tahoe, California 11 years ago where I was following my passion of rock climbing and snowboarding and being in the outdoors. And I became a mountain guide for a nonprofit and also a rock climbing guide. And I recently changed my, my whole career into the health and wellness field. I just felt a real shift in that way. Mm. So yeah, um, that led me to the Bulletproof Conference where I met you. It was really, really powerful. Yeah. Yeah, as these things are, right? Anytime we can get offline, right? And really share time and space 
of people that are thinking big and open-hearted and just connected humans, right? I find I get that the most when I'm with either yoga people or body workers or dancers, people that are living embodied, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's just such a refreshing um, way to communicate and way to relate. And it's like there's this sort of, you know, um, unspoken but understood um just like way of operating and like values i guess there's like a shared values underneath that that makes things a lot simpler makes mm-hmm. connections a lot simpler a lot more effortless um which no judgment. i yeah yeah or at least being aware of our judgments mm-hmm. right i mean i'm still human i things totally. pop up <laughs> but um aspiring towards you know exactly. such things such ideals definitely <laughs> definitely Okay, so nutrition, rock climbing, outdoors, yoga, yoga, and is dance still in there through all of this, so or did that end later? Or is about just three years ago. Okay, which is really interesting because I've been an athlete my whole life, and I really excelled at rock climbing. I went to nationals and really did well in college, and just... as a competitive rock climber. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, I only did it for two years, just spontaneously because a few people on the team noticed that I was a really good climber so they they invited me on the team and I ended up being the number one female in California and went to nationals and placed third and I love love rock climbing for so many reasons Uh, really teaches you things that you can really transfer into everyday life and I really respect and I'm so grateful for those times but I felt Mm. like I wanted to do something that was a little bit more feminine and I was drawn to dance I'm really into music Mm. and when I hear music that I love it just inspires my body to move and allows my awareness to move from my head into my body and into my heart And I found a studio in Lake Tahoe called the Lake Tahoe um, Flow Arts Studio, or the Tahoe Flow Arts Studio. And that's where I started dancing and Mm. learning choreographed dancing. Mm. And also did aerial silks and acro yoga. And that's kind of where the dancing has started for me. Okay, okay. And then, and correct me if I'm wrong, but now that's pretty much your primary you know offering right is dance aerials uh movement experiences like that's really the the space you're stepping into that as well as the transformational lifestyle coaching Mm. yes so all of those things blended into my business that i'm creating beautiful beautiful i like that you're probably (laughs) one of the only other few people who use lifestyle coaching in their I just I describe myself as well, and it is interesting the oh, really? uncanny. I mean, we had the same car. <laughs> what else, what other things were going on? There was a few other. Well, today in this Topanga. Yeah, wanting to come to dance. Topanga, having never been to Topanga, looking for five rhythms. It's kind of uncanny. When are you born? <sighs> February twelfth, eighty four. I'm Aquarius. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a Sag. I have a lot of Sag in my chart as well. Okay. Uh huh. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Especially when you ask me to lift you onto the thing. I'm like, oh, shit. This girl's got something. 
Because that's not, that's rare. And to be able to do like chin ups and shit, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, now I know where it comes from. Yeah, the rock, rock climbing. climbing is no joke. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wow. And so, what I mean, I'm just not to get too fixated on rock climbing, but what competitive rock climbing is it timed or is it like you it's, have to make a certain a number of grabs or like. It's difficulty. So, um, each climb is rated by someone, a few people that climb it and they decide what the difficulty is. Okay. And so there's a whole scale system okay. that you follow. Okay. And yeah. then it's like fastest so one it's up wins? Your, no, oh. it's the your top highest scores. Scores. Yeah. Of the hardest climbs that you've completed from bottom to top oh. without falling off. It's mostly bouldering, so it's climbing without a rope. Oh, geez. Just about, about 10 to 15, 20 feet high. So if you fall, you're not going to die. So you have... You have spotters. Okay. Yeah. But literally, you're not. You're, it's just you. There's no. Yeah, it's just you. There's no. There was some rope climbing as well, but it's the same thing. It's completing the climb from the ground to the top without falling or resting on the rope. Okay. Mhm. Mm okay. Yeah, I've done <laughs> rock climbing. I mean, I love to climb things. Like climbing trees was like therapy for me during university and some of my most stressful days. So like if you're feeling fucking you know overwhelmed, climb a tree. Mm, yeah. Just climb a tree. Just let it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, rock climbing, I've done a handful of times, and that's way more intense. In my experience, like it gets the adrenaline pumping and the hands sweating, and like just engages. I love how much it engages my senses and that mm -hmm. sense of like danger in a, in a in a real feeling that you don't get many places right? yeah i feel like we come in with a fear of falling so it's natural to mm. be scared of rock climbing mm. but we're also monkeys so we're natural climbers yeah the primate <laughs> dna is definitely strong in us yeah i love that so love now that. i climb silks instead okay. of rocks okay and what I love the most is actually going to a rock climbing area outdoors. And I've done this in Las Vegas at Red Rocks and in Joshua Tree in Southern California, where I'll rock climb for a couple days with some friends and then we'll rig an aerial silk fabric off of one of the top of the climbing area. So probably about, mm. you know, 30 to 50 feet high and a little bit overhung the rock is so that when the silk comes down it's not, it's not hitting gonna, the rock yeah and then i'll climb up the silk and do some yoga poses some spinning some drops mm. and it's a really really beautiful experience to be so exposed in nature like that and to be sharing your art like that in nature it's mm. one of the most beautiful experiences and to be as a woman to be in her strength but also show her beauty as mm. I move gracefully through the movement it's like aerial silks is rock climbing and dance and yoga all in one and those are three things that I'm so passionate about and aerials has turned it into this one amazing thing <laughs> mm. yeah and I mean, for anyone doubting, like, the strength component, I mean, just try moving around <laughs> in those things. It's intense. 
right? Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what that's why I appreciate it so much is because you know how hard it is, and yet it looks so effortless and so graceful and so controlled and so like fluid and oh, I can I yeah I don't think I've ever seen that. I've definitely never seen an outdoor rig mm-hmm. of any kind. I'll show you a video. It's pretty cool. Okay. But the intention is to really, when I'm up there and doing my thing, it's really to inspire other people not to think that, oh my God, she's so awesome. I can't do that. It's more to inspire them like, hey, you can totally do this too. Mm. And I can actually teach you how to do this. First off, get your negative thoughts out of the way and realize that you are capable of anything. And if this is something that inspires you, you can do it. Mm. So anyone can do it if you put your heart and your mind to it. Mm. So I love teaching other people these skills that I have with aerials, with dance, with rock climbing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Having been the person, you know, who's, who's seen those things and then been inspired and also being on the opposite where you're talking about something for me it's usually nutrition sometimes movement um and you see people like that spark they're like so intrigued and like curious mm-hmm. and it's like oh like like oh, it's like a window is opening for the, with the potential for them to step through and like step into mm-hmm. this new dimension a new space and like a new them right it's totally. like a new version of them is being birthed or has the opportunity to be birthed and we kind of get to be like midwives in that sense <laughs> right it's like I'll never give birth physically, but I can help other people mm-hmm. birth aspects of themselves that I'm in touch with, which I've never actually thought about it like that. But that's a really beautiful way to think about it. I Thank like you. That. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Inspired that little <laughs> poetic outpouring. Um, awesome. Bulletproof. How did you connect with Bulletproof? And I know that you went through the coach training program, so clearly you're about it, mm-hmm. right? How did how did that connection come through? I started listening to Bulletproof Radio about two years ago at a trim scene where I was working with the medicine of cannabis, and it was about psychedelics, and I was really intrigued and asked what the podcast was and started listening to it on my own, and wow, so much information and knowledge, and I felt the responsibility to really share it with other people. I would finish listening to some of the podcasts and be so emotional with the wisdom that I was receiving Mm. and feeling so sad that people aren't aware of these things like the knowledge is out there like we need to be teaching the people the truth of what's happening and how they can live inspired and full of health and vitality and then Dave mentioned that there was Bulletproof Training Institute and they were doing a coaching program and I super resonated with it. I read the curriculum. Every cell in my body was screaming yes and I signed up for the coaching course and it was a nine-month program. I graduated a few months ago in July and it was truly a transformational experience for me Mm. because I was able to really integrate everything that I was learning into my own life and try it out and see what really works so that I can really offer that out to other people. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I find that's the most important thing with any of this 
right? Is you have to, it has to come from experience, right? And you, once you've lived it and you have that you know intimate connection to it, then when people are open or are asking or whatever, then you have like this real genuine, you know, authentic way of mm-hmm. of guiding and teaching and you know not just spouting off information and, and being like a talking head, mm-hmm. right? But really being someone who's living it, right? Practicing it totally. Which I always, it always gets me, just the word practice, right? And like seeing everything as a practice and seeing how medicine, which in many ways, you know, a lot of the people at this conference, a lot of the things that are going on, whether it's nutrition or, or tech, you know, they're subverting the current medical model, which is necessary because that model's broken in a large, you know, in most of what it does. But looking back at like what doctors used to do, Right, and what they said they were, they had a practice. It's because they're they're experimenting. Like mm-hmm. the original doctors were like biohackers back then. <laughs> it's like you know, you know, Doctor John down the street knows your family and knows you guys. You guys probably lived on a farm, and you know, if someone's sick, he's gonna come over with his bag of things and herbs and mm-hmm. tools and things and try some things out. There's no guarantee it's gonna work, but he's got an idea because he's been you know learning and practicing. So I always just love that 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 concept, mm-hmm. and like always being in a practice. To be able for me, I feel like I can't, I can't. Uh, I feel out of integrity if I'm sharing things with people that I haven't practiced. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get that sort of sense? And it's like, yeah, that's. I really feel like I'm walking my talk, for sure. You know, and I'm sharing things with people that. I've totally tried myself and that have worked, but a big part of the coaching process is actually really empowering the client to come up with their own resources first. And so it's like, I have these resources and these things that I've shared and tried all of these tools, but they're, you know, in my backpack behind me. And I don't go into a coaching session knowing what tools are going to work for you. So through a process of really being present and maybe in the beginning just breathing together and, you know, moving from the mind into the heart space and being more embodied, just having a nice, open, honest conversation with meaning and Mm. seeing what arises and really diving deeper into those values of why are these things important to you? Why are these goals important to you? And really helping to shift perspectives and to draw out the client's own resources because we all are, we have tons of resources, but sometimes we need some help to really draw them out with a friend or a coach. Mm. And so, yeah, I think that's really powerful. And same thing, like, yeah, it's a, I talk, I call my yoga practice a practice, you know, meditation, it's it's all practice. We're, we're here on this journey to grow and evolve and that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, sometimes, you know, if, if you're in a, like a low energy state or like an, a slightly negative state, you, I find people often get like bummed that it always is a practice, that there is no perfection, mm-hmm. right? They're kind of like, Oh, it's like, I want to reach the place where I can just like, you know, be this perfect being and not have to work anymore. But the things that make us happy and fulfilled are, is the work, right? It is the practice. Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
I'm, I'm scared of ever not having the practice in a sense. And some of the really out there, like technological stuff, like Peter Diamandis and those cats that we're talking, some of what they speak to, I feel like almost is leading towards that, where like everything would be perfect, like your health will be dialed in by fucking artificial intelligence and like all these different things that are kind of like sucking the humanness mm-hmm. out of this experience. Which for me is like, I don't know if that's the direction I want to go in. Like, I want to stay really yeah. rooted, right, to, like, the Earth instead totally. of trying to get to Mars. Mm-hmm. I'm totally digging what you're saying. I am all about balance. And, you know, we are going to be super happy sometimes and we're going to be super sad. And w- when we're super sad, we're taught to take a pill or go to the doctor. We're not taught that it's okay to be sad. Like, be sad it's part of the human experience Mm. and to actually feel what it feels like to be sad and maybe talk about it with another person, express it in a healthy way through dance Mm. or speaking or just laying down and doing a sound healing ceremony and just feeling that shittiness coming out of you, you know? And so I think it's all about balance. We, are going to be in these blissful states, but we're going to come back down. It's like, it's a wave. Mm-hmm. It's a spiral, you know, mm-hmm. emotions are always changing. Yeah. Allow them to just be and be that observer instead of being so focused on, I am sad. Just notice that, you know, sadness is happening in this moment, but it's going to change in a couple minutes or a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm also yeah. really into balancing the feminine, the masculine energies within all of us mm. as well. And so like the sun and the moon, um, yeah, the light, the dark, I was really, it's really interesting. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. And particularly when you were telling me and another friend we were chatting with about your, um, you know, uh, hot spring cold plunge, mm-hmm. sauna, <laughs> moon bathing yeah. rotation. I don't know if I've ever moon bathed. I've definitely lied under the moon, but not with that intention. Yeah. But it goes to reason or, you know, it inspires the thought that, it's, I mean, I, I can't say it's as important as sunbathing just because we're, you know, daytime creatures. Mm-hmm. But that's like a whole form of nourishment that most people are not getting. Even the health people. Like, I consider myself pretty nourished, but I'm not getting any (laughs) moonlight or enough moonlight. I don't know. Would that help balance my feminine? I don't like what's the what's going on there? Yeah. So I do a monthly workshop in Tahoe called the full moon higher flow dance workshop. And I chose it during the full moon because traditionally that's a time of celebration you know that's when the most light is outside and we're outside celebrating the intentions that we set during the new moon Mm. and we come together in ritual and ceremony and we set intentions and we become present we meditate together we do breath work we practice yoga we do tai chi it's really whatever's happening during that time I kind of research you know what does the full moon mean this month and I'll research it and I'll see how I'm feeling two days before 
and I'll just come up with the whole curriculum. Mm. Um, and we'll dance together. It's a two hour session. Uh, it's a lot of free flow dance, but I'll bring in some different traditions that I've learned from different festivals and retreats, maybe the dance of the four elements or five rhythms, Nia mm. um, dance, lots of different tools and then also balancing the masculine and feminine so maybe some intimacy work where you're partnered up with somebody and one person is just still and they're just holding the space for the other person to move in whatever way feels good for them so they're just expressing their own unique style knowing that that other person is not going to judge them and they're completely paying attention to them and I learned the four A's of a healthy relationship and I share this at my dance workshop so yeah when we do that intimacy work which can be really really powerful for people mm. and the first one is attention and so just completely giving all of your attention to that other person the next one is acceptance and so you know whatever they come with their strengths their weaknesses just really accepting them for who they are and the journey that they're on and the next one is appreciation and so really just just giving them a nice smile like thank you for sharing what you have to offer in this way that you move in this whatever gifts you share with the world and the next one is affection. And so at the end, just giving each other a hug and increasing mm. that oxytocin and the happy love hormone. And yeah, it's really beautiful to see what happens in these workshops. And we all come together afterwards and just share our experiences. And it's been so powerful and beautiful. And I want to continue to share this at retreats that I'm teaching at and and more than just Tahoe, mm. you know, I came down here to LA to really collaborate with people and work with people that are on this path. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The moon is the divine feminine and we need the divine feminine in this world more than ever. You know, it's been the masculine energy of success and getting shit done and money and power and that has just brought so much unhappiness and depression and destruction and violence. And more than ever, we need that divine feminine energy that we all have within us. And that's the compassion and love and nurturing and just empathy for each other and really being there for the earth and mm. support. And yeah, I'm all about the moon energy. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, so moon bathing, try it out. Yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> I will. And does one have to be unclothed to fully get the benefits? I mean, same uh, with the sunbathing. If yeah. you, you got to get that bare skin. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to add that to the list. I've been to a bunch <laughs> of, you know, like full moon, cacao, you know, ecstatic dance type of things. Mm -hmm. Those are pretty common in my life. But um, we have to take it outside. We have to take it outside now and like integrate that piece. Mm -hmm. And is that just a, is that open to everyone, men, women, whoever? Or is that just a women's thing, or is that just? It's everyone. Everyone. I mean, we we all need it. Mm. I feel drawn to work with women more, but what I've noticed is that clients and students that come to me are also men, and have realized that they need this just as well and I'm not going to push them away 
and it feels good. It feels mm. good to share my energy with them as well. Well, and I would imagine that people that are really locked into that more, you know, focused, masculine, uh, mm-hmm. productivity, business, you know, it'll be easier for someone like you to draw, to help them soften. Exactly. Right? To help them soften. Mm-hmm. That's always been my experience, whether it's been, you know, with a yoga teacher or with a lover or with a teacher of any kind who is holding that mature, you know, comforting feminine that it gives me the permission to then like, you know, let the armor down. Yes. And like show some emotion and like be more flowy. Exactly. And not have to be so planned and rigid and all those things that, you know, one can go towards if they're uh, locked into a certain thing. Yeah, we're all mirror reflections for each other. And so if, you know, I'm looking at you and you're just like showing this feminine energy of just like being out there and expressive that's going to spark something in me and allow me to bring that forth as well so i completely agree with that mm-hmm. it's beautiful <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and i'm seeing specifically like now it feels like exactly what you said the, the balancing of those energies right it's like a necessity right it's a real necessity and I feel like because women have had sort of like the women's movement and you know feminism and all these things that have their pros and their cons but in general I feel like y'all are better at coming together and supporting each other and like being (laughs) raw with each other and like processing the heavy shit Mm -hmm. right of life which I guess has always been that's like the role right one thing that's that that always stuck with me and for whatever reason reason it's coming up now is that uh, like the whole red tent ceremony, mm-hmm. right? And someone had, had said, I don't know if it was like a native proverb or whatever, but the whole idea that when women, once women are, are again, again allowed to come together and to bleed together onto the earth, into the earth, that the ne- the need for men to shed each other's blood will be sort of dissolved. Mm. And that there's a direct link between this immature, destructive masculine, right? It's like the uninitiated masculine, which has been directing our world in a big way, right? And uninitiated doesn't have those rites of passage and those things to bring about that full, um, you know, mature um, generativity, right? And so it's like, yeah, the more I meet people that are doing this and the more happenings and ceremonies and retreats and like mm-hmm. reconnections to these more wild roots, right? Which we're not, I don't think we're ever going to find in fucking virtual reality <laughs> or space, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's here. It's here. It's like in our DNA. It's in the earth. It's like, that's the thing. Mm. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, I'm all about grounding the spirituality into the material world. And that's why this business is so important to me because it's not about, yeah, like meditating in a cave anymore. It's about coming together as Mm. a tribe and yeah, bringing this message to the mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. Reconnecting minds and hearts. But yeah, men need it too. Yeah. And the red tent. definitely need it. Yeah. I I experienced a red tent session with Dawn Cartwright, who is um, a beautiful woman who speaks about Tantra and 
she it was at Shakti Fest in Joshua Tree and we all shared our first period with each other and we really called in our ancestors and our mothers and our grandmothers and it was a really powerful and emotional experience because you know when we get our period now most women are pissed off that they have their period now mm. and they're just like plugging tampons up there or they're on birth control and their hormones are all messed up and they feel really shitty because they have cramps and so they take a bunch of ibuprofen or you know painkillers and I've completely switched the relationship that I have with my menstrual cycle and now it is with the moon mm. I I my I menstruate during the new moon you know mm. and yeah, I have this different relationships where I'm not, you know, taking painkillers anymore because I want to feel. Because when you feel within your body, that's your body communicating to you and it has something to say. And if you're not listening, then it's going to keep on trying to tell you in different ways and different symptoms in the body. And cramping is actually not normal according to my functional medicine practitioner. That's just letting you know that your hormones aren't balanced. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it's yeah, like there's... it's like would nature create a system where you know every month for all of your fertile years you're in agony, <laughs> right? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And that's our most intuitive time too. And it's like, just we're so taught in the, this masculine world to just go to work and get your shit done and go work out and do all these things. If you're feeling a little bit more tired, then take a day off and take a bath and rest and journal drink some tea do whatever you have to do connect with your body your own internal wisdom and see what it tells you mm. yeah <laughs> it can be really powerful yeah yeah while you're at it you can like you know spike your tea with magnesium and maybe go. some essential oils yeah. and <laughs> You know, support yourself on every level there. Yes. Um, yeah. So essential. So essential. I mean, birth control, it, it blows my mind how many people are on that stuff and what it's doing to their system and how it's in the water, right? And then we, we bathe in it and yeah, it's crazy. Pharmaceutical totally crazy. industry brainwashed a lot of people and now are responsibility is to really teach people the truth and that they can actually track their cycle mm -hmm. and not get pregnant <laughs> yeah it's not so that it's complicated like we're gonna right? reverse because... everything why yeah. aren't we teaching these things in school why didn't i why did i learn this when i was 30 years old i should be taught this when i'm a teenager yeah when it first starts so, right yeah let's just continue to do the work that we're doing and inspire and empower people with this knowledge and wisdom I hope yeah I hope to that well this is uh I'm loving this I'm loving this <laughs> it's coming up on well we got a bit of time here it's 7.33 dance is at 8 mm. I want to ask a few more things and we'll see we'll probably wrap up a bit before 8 so we don't have to go straight into into the thing yeah um but i love to ask people what's one thing either recently or currently that you're letting go of letting go of 
Hmm. So I have been at times a little strict with my diet and my sleep cycle and just really being on a schedule um, and planning you know just making sure that my health is you know right on it and just feeling good and I realized that I needed to just let go of that a little bit and so I don't really eat dairy and on this trip I've been you know eating some ghee and grass-fed butter which has been really nice and I'm just going in with it with a different mentality. And when I'm eating it, I'm like, oh my God, this tastes so good. Those bulletproof scones with grass-fed butter and bulletproof coffee with ghee all weekend. <laughs> so good. And so just having a really healthy relationship with, with food. Mm. And also, I'm also the type of person recently where... I really like luxury things where I want to have my own space and, you know, have know where I'm going to be sleeping and, yeah, just have things planned out in that way. And the last few days, it's been really fun to really live in the moment. Every single moment. Like, the last three nights, I had no idea where I was going to sleep. And just trusting that whatever happens it's going to be okay. And just trusting in the present moment and the connections that I'm making and just really flowing through life and not being anxious or scared of what's going to happen in the future, but really dropping that awareness again into my heart and just noticing what do I want in this moment? What, what do I desire? And today it was going to waking up really late because I haven't been sleeping a lot at the conference because I'm just so excited. Yep, I'm with you there. And today I just slept in and took a shower and did the virtual float tank at the Bulletproof Labs, which was a super psychedelic, beautiful, powerful, meditative, cosmic journey experience. And then going to the Bulletproof Cafe and drinking coffee and meeting up with you and then knowing that I wanted to come to Topanga Canyon for a while and I know that I wanted to move my body today and now we're just together in this moment following our hearts, following our bliss. That's one of my mantras is Mm. follow your bliss Mm. and the universe will open doors where you thought they were only walls and that's from Joseph Campbell and I studied him in college and I just that has stayed with me for a long time and I really I work on really following my bliss and Mm. what my heart wants I live my life by leading with my heart and that's what I hope to inspire other people to do beautiful yeah beautiful (laughs) oh I love it I love it last one (laughs) top three resources or um, you know, things that if people that are really, you know, they're, they're, they're really, they're digging what they're feeling, they're picking up these vibes, they're feeling good. Um, what might be three resources or, you know, teachers or books or documentaries or whatever that you might recommend for someone that wants to dive deeper into? One thing that has really 
changed my life in a profound way was when I started to incorporate a daily ritual, morning ritual, into my life. And so before I go to sleep at night, I make sure to put my phone on airplane mode. You know, you want to make sure that you're not receiving all of those EMFs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in the morning, I won't turn my phone back on until an hour, at least an hour after I wake. And, you know, that first hour is connecting to me and connecting to my heart and connecting to my higher self. And that may look like meditation or breath work or yoga or reading or journaling, drinking tea, dancing. It kind of changes. I mean, meditation is always there. And so I really encourage people to have a consistent daily ritual of just connecting in with you before you go out to the external world because you're going to have all of these distractions and influences of things and people coming in all of your directions. And if you are so grounded in your center, in your, in yourself, then you're going to be able to respond to all of those things and you're going to move in the direction that's true for you and not society or other people. And so a daily ritual and you can go all different ways with types of meditations, types of yoga, breath work, dance, and it can be different times too. You know, like mine looks like an hour most of the days, but it could start off with five minutes of just sitting with yourself. Mm-hmm. It could be as simple as that. The next one would be mindful living and so I have a lot of practice in mindfulness meditation which is really powerful of just being aware of the present moment and just noticing anything that's arising whether that be thoughts emotions sensations noises and just noticing without judgment whether it's right or wrong or good or bad but just being the observer and then just showing compassion to yourself kindness and just noticing the types of thoughts that you're having um, and then just coming back to the breath the anchor point and through this formal practice you can start to have an informal practice in your everyday life where you're bringing mindfulness into everything that you do whether that's having a conversation with somebody where you're giving them all of your attention and you're not distracted on your phone or, you know, looking off somewhere else or thinking about someone else. You're just fully there. Maybe when you're washing the dishes, you know, you're, oh my God, this warm water feels so good. I have running water right now. This is amazing. Mm. Or cooking food. Like, where did this food come from? What did it take for this food to grow and to come to me? And just being more mindful aware of everything that you're doing has been really powerful mm-hmm. the next one would probably the whole follow your bliss thing is definitely something huge on my top three it's like you know your parents are going to tell you something to do society's going to tell you something to do what do you want to do and sometimes sometimes you don't know And so to help that you practice embodied experiences like dance or yoga, meditation, whatever it is, to drop that awareness into your heart and really feel what it wants to do. 
And so following your bliss, living, living with purpose, finding your purpose and following your desires. Wonderful. Just stuff like that. <laughs> Wonderful. Powerful stuff. Yeah. Very powerful stuff. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, no, I just want to take a second and acknowledge you, you know, for the woman you are and the teacher you are and the human that you are and for sharing this, right? And for really taking this on and stepping into it and opening up and trusting and just living as an example of what's possible for people. So thank you for that. Yes. Thank you. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. <laughs> yes. This is what I love to do. This is what I love to do. And so... For people that want to follow you, connect, either in person or online, what's the best way to do that? The best way would probably be through social media. And the first one is on Instagram at Higher Flow. And Higher Flow is my business that I'm creating that really helps you to connect to your higher self, your heart, wisdom, and to find your own flow, your own individualized expression. And I can help do that through the transformational lifestyle coaching, the expressive movement meditation classes and workshops, and through my performance art. So Instagram, Higher Flow, and Facebook, My Higher Flow. And my website is myhigherflow.com and that's actually being created as we speak <laughs> with my amazing graphic and web designer Teresa who has the same exact birthday as I do and who lives in Tahoe and we dated someone similar for the same person before mm. so we have a lot of these commonalities and yeah I'm really really excited to Bring Higher Flow to Nicaragua in January and Greece in May mm. at Wellness Playground Retreats with my one of my best friends, Laura Green. Yeah! Okay. <laughs> okay. So you know what to do. If this has inspired you, if you're in the Tahoe, California area, I'm sure you can find one of these full moon uh, experiences, right? That sounds incredible. Um, or a retreat or just fall online, show some love and, uh, you know, tap into what that means for you because we're all individuals and we all have our own expression and our own bliss and our own gifts and talents um, and that's what makes life such a beautiful you know piece of art is the sharing and the intermixing and the, the co-creating with mm. those gifts yes so thank you all for listening thank you Renee mm -hmm. for allowing us to do this and um, Yes, you'll find all of the notes, the show notes for this episode over at the blog, which is brianhardy.ca forward slash higher flow. That's where you'll find all these. And until next time, thank you for listening and keep redefining reality. Ciao. What will be 
its course from the source how will it find us my darling what'll be the course and who will call the rain feel it fall into our skin from a welling deep within who'll call the rain and who will strike the drum when a thundering heartbeat needs it When the feet gotta pray it down We'll beat the ground Thank you for listening, my friends. You know what to do. If you appreciated this episode, head on over to iTunes. Give this podcast a subscription, a rating, and a review. It helps so much with getting more people to find the show, to tune into the show, and to potentially change their lives because of the information and the guests that we have on. So that would be so much appreciated. Until next time, love your life and keep Redefining Reality.